gentlemen. My name is Christopher Veal. I am your host, okay? I'm sorry. I'm the Dom Tom here, Michael. Michael, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Michael Davis, the co-host of this podcast, and apparently the bottom. (laughs) Welcome to Shitfig. This is a podcast devoted towards me and Michael's shitty, childish writing. Well, we were children. Yeah, so the whole idea of this podcast uh, that Chris is, is saying here is that we're going to go back and read through some of our old uh, shitty writing, laugh at it, see what we've learned from it, see if we can improve any of it, maybe. But again, our background is in writing. We're both creative people. And so, you know, the first things that you make, as passionate as you might be about them when you start, when you look back at it, maybe five years later, you might realize... Probably pretty bad. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I was for sure a Pulitzer winner in my mind back in the day. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was ready to go to Broadway, and now I'm ready to get hit by a broad <laughs> way <laughs> in a broad way. So that's the idea of shit fake. I hope you understood that from our ramblings. Um, so we're gonna actually just jump into it. Let's get into some shit fake. All right, Chris, why don't you uh, intro us? Give us a little background as to your history with this piece, what we're about to get into. All right. So I was in high school at one point. Good. I don't, I'm I don't, proud of you. <laughs> thank you. Thank Did you graduate? You. Uh, maybe. <laughs> That's not what this is about, okay? Where'd you go to high school? Uh, Train Regional High School in Byfield, Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, no, I was not a Chicago boy all my life. Anyways, um, I got really into theater when I got into high school. I wasn't into it middle school or elementary school, but all of a sudden I caught the theater bug and I said, okay, this is my life now. (laughs) I have decided (laughs) this is my life. I am writing this. And so I got this idea for a play. It would be about mobsters, you know, their uh, their entire credence is uh, it's based around you know the idea that uh, hot knives cut better than um, <laughs> than uh, than than cold knives. Okay. Uh, hence the name hot knives and cold knives. Um, this is this is a very dramatic piece of uh, literature. So this, uh, this is a drama. This is a drama. Okay. So there will be no laughter. Okay. I will okay. hear no laughter from this piece because it is, it's really just top of the line stuff. <laughs> Which is going to be hard because I already see the word distinguized. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> distinguized. Which I don't know if you were trying to say distinguished or disguised or if you really did mean to combine them. It's a, it's a new, <laughs> you know, you know, you ever in that, that mood. Where you're distinguished, but also disguised. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I can't say that I've ever been there. Oh, my. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's uh, sort of the history of this piece. Mm-hmm. Right. So we are going to be acting it out, or I'm going to be acting out, and my good co-host here is going to be doing the stage directions. Yes. And this is my first time uh, hearing, reading, seeing this piece. Uh, mm-hmm. This is my raw reaction to it. This is raw. This is real. Yeah, we're doing it live. All right. (laughs) Hot Knives and Cold Knives by Chris Beal. Characters. Masarin Colt. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah, Masarin. Masarin Colt. The new kid to the gang. 
is rather timid. The son of Udorico <laughs> never, never was one for violence. The murderer of Olio. Is it pronounced Udorico? I have no Udo- fucking clue, Michael. <laughs> Michael, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> All right, well, let's just try to get through the rest of these characters. So we have Olio Life. Uh, who is the victim of Mazarin. He's very cheery, but when he is sad, he is very sad. <laughs> very compassionate. Compassionate and virtuous. I like the emphasis on when he is sad, he is very sad. <laughs> That's a mood right there. Oh, God, get me out of here. I can't do this. All right. Um, also, what does the victim of Mazarin mean? <laughs> Mazarin the town? <laughs> he's the guy! He's, 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 so is Olio gonna be like a murder victim? Is yes! That, so you spoil that in the character bio? What do you want from me? I, this is for the actors! This is for the actors! I'm trying to get into my get into my part right now. Alright, alright. So we got oh. Mazarin Colt and Olio Life. Uh, now we have Fina, no, no last, last name. <laughs> the only woman in the show. She doesn't need a last name. Every Here's show her. has to have at least one woman. You know, <laughs> you know I, I couldn't be bothered to give her a last name. It's 12 white guys and one woman. <laughs> uh, so we got Fina, who is the mother figure to Mazarin. Doesn't care much for Mazarin, but was forced into helping him fit in and survive gang life. Enjoys killing is somewhat evil. (laughs) We haven't even gotten past the character traits, so this is already a riot. All right, and then finally, all right, so again, just to run through, we got Mazarin, who's the new kid, Olio, who's the victim, Fina, the mother, and now we have Attilio, 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 Attila the Hun. We got Attilio here, Attilio Corelli. Father figure to Mazarin, similar to a grown-up version of Mazarin, is very compassionate to Mazarin's feelings, likes to joke with Fina, but she rather dislikes it. Uh, I'm going to guess that's because she's somewhat evil. (laughs) Um, What gave you that idea? (laughs) What could have possibly tipped you off? Uh, just, oh. I don't know, it's just something. Something tells me that she is evil. Also, that character bio wasn't terrible. I have to say, your first three? Little, little wonky. But Attilio? Attilio, he's my boy. Yeah, I gotta say, that name, it kind of fucks. <laughs> it's a good name. Attilio Corelli? I, that, that name's gonna show up somewhere else in one of my current stories. <laughs> that, that's a great name. That is a good name. So that's, alright, we got our characters right. finally. Again, we Set the scene with Mazarin, Olio, Fina, and Attilio. (laughs) Scene one. Play begins as we hear sobbing. Lights up on Mazarin, and Fina walks in. Fina. Where is he? We said we were going to confront him together. Oh, God, he's crying. Someone really should make this this shut up. Oh, yeah, that's me, Udorico. You're going to pay me well if you know what's good for you. Trying to sound nice. Uh, Mazarin? Mr. Cole? Hello? My name is Fina. I'm here to help you. What time period is this in? I uh, couldn't tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think... <laughs> I'm thinking probably 2010. Probably around... Okay, so this is modern. He looks up to see Fina, a very distinguished woman, wear stylish black <laughs> clothing. Mazarin. 
Uh, yes. I am Mazarin. Fina. All right, then. Your father instructed me to coach you into the mob lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) That which you have been sucked into. (laughs) I'll be teaching you all the gracious moves at my disposal. Once I'm done with you, you'll be a tactful murderer with all the tools you needed to climb the ranks. What? <laughs> is that how you get introduced to the mob? Yeah, this is, this is, I, I, I studied the mob very closely. Oh, clearly. This is, this is how it works, okay? <laughs> all right. Fina just shows up and she says, I'm going to make, I'm going to teach you my ways. Mazarin. Oh, um, thanks, but I'd rather not do any of that stuff. I would rather not be mob member. Fina, breaking from her kindness. Oh, sure. That's sure to be one of your options. Just go up to your papa in your sweetest voice. Say, I would rather not be a mob member. Thank you. Good night. Mazarin. But I'm not cut out to be a mob man. There must be one way or another I could get out of this. Fina. Yeah, it's called death. Your dad's a ruthless man. Lest you want me to list the ten brothers who came before you. Wow. Some backstory. I... <laughs> Continuing. Mazarin. <laughs> I, uh, no, I wouldn't. Attilio enters, running. He, is al- he also wears black, but dresses more modestly than his counterpart. Sorry. Sorry, forgot we had this today. Hey, Mazarin. How you doing? Mazarin sits in bewilderment. Oh, shit. I absolutely forgot to introduce myself. My name is Attilio. I'm guessing Fina already told you about how you got forced into this. Well, along with Fina, I'm here to coach you into the mob lifestyle. I'll be teaching you... Fina. I already said that. Attilio. Yeah, I know. I just find it funny that you say the exact same thing to each and one of his boys. And yet, they all die. <laughs> this, this sounds like, like a Nickelodeon... <laughs> Nickelodeon... <laughs> nighttime... Like, <laughs> this is Fun Mob. Where <laughs> <laughs> How has the child protector service not been like, Hey, all ten of your children have died of murder. Also, you know, is there like... <laughs> Can we look into that? Also, I like that it just feels like a work orientation. Like, like a, is that... I, I, I like to imagine that's how the mob actually operates. Like, mm-hmm. they invite you for orientation, and they're like, all right, here's, like, the manual, how you do things. There's, uh, like, a fun video. Like, hey, you just got inducted into the mob. Yeah. Here's a few tips and tricks to help you survive the mob lifestyle. Which, honestly, actually, that's not a bad idea for, like, a, a short one mm. act. Or, like, it's it's funny. However, mm. this play was written to be dramatic. It 100% was done with earnesty. <laughs> but <it> And... <laughs> Uh, Fina. They never follow me quite right. If they did, they'd be plenty alive. Attilio. Yes, yes, Fina. Just as you say. Well, back on topic. How you doing, Mazarin? Mazarin. Dispirited. Attilio. Well, that just isn't right. You get to be part of the one of greatest and -and up-and-coming mobs in the whole entire world. Who cares that you were forced into here? I, I see potential in you, kid. And if you work on your trade, you'll be the head of the company. Company is in quotes. Mazarin. I guess. Fina. Your lack of enthusiasm is really beginning to anger me, child. 
I had to work to get into this gang. Did you, Fina? Did you have to work to get into this gang? Because it seems like they just induct anyone. It's just... That's why she doesn't have a last name. She had to get rid of it just to join this gang. Atelio. How did you get in anyways? Fina. That is neither here nor there. And most of all, none of your business. Atelio. Ah, I see. A story for another day. Ooh, setting up a sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Fina, sarcastically. Certainly. Now, Mazarin, go ahead and sleep in your new room. Tomorrow, you begin the greatest journey you'll ever experience. So go inside. Mazarin. Uh, okay. He leaves. Atilio. Another kid going down death's row. You think he'll be different? Fina. Ha! There was only one son that I ever actually thought could make it. Amesto. Atilio. Amesto was a good kid. I mean, you knew that. You especially. Fina. Enough! I'm tired of talking about him. I'm going to bed. She leaves. Atilio. We only said about three sentences. Uh, Fina from offstage. Enough! <laughs> he shrugs and leaves. Lights down. End of scene one. Lights up! And we are in Mazarin's room. Attilio and Fina barge in. Fina. Wake up! There are worse nightmares in our realm! <laughs> Did this just become a fantasy all of a sudden? I <laughs> I think I was trying to say, like, your life is a greater hell than anything you can imagine, but uh, I think it's great that she turned into a warlock. Yeah, me too. There are worse nightmares in our realm! <laughs> Young Mazarin! <laughs> uh, Atilio. Don't listen to her, kid. Once you get through introduction process, it's actually quite pleasant. Fina. Except when you're put on teacher duty. Wait, so where are the worst nightmares? <laughs> like, like, she barges in and it's like, I thought someone was going to be attacking them. But she just, she just barges in and it's like, your worst nightmare has come to life. And then Atelier's just like, all right, time to go back to orientation. <laughs> We're good. Don't, well, don't listen to your kid. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Mazarin starts to cry. Fina's line continued. Really? You're crying already? This is why I hate teachers, Judy. Because good old bossy boss loves to recruit the worst possible people. Who does he stick them with? Fina, of course. Is he still crying? Mazarin. Sorry. It's all a bit much. Atilio. Then we'll start off real slow. Takes out gun as if to a second grader. This is a knife. A knife. <laughs> it goes stab stab sometimes if you want it to. This blunt edge we call the spine. The spine. Oh. I'm glad that you didn't comment on the fact that... That he takes out a gun and and calls it a knife. (laughs) I thought we could just blow right past that. (laughs) You know, I'm going to defend this. This, They're speaking speaking in metaphors here. This is is real high-level writing right now. Uh, well, that's, I don't know. I kind of assume, I'm like, maybe he's calling the gun a knife. I don't, is that they like... Are, this is a hot knife yeah. based... It's a gun, a gun is a hot knife, right? Exactly. <laughs> Fina. God, things would be much simpler if I was on my own. Okay, if you want it slow, 
Fine. We will start by introducing ourselves. Good. Nudges Attilio. Go. Attilio. Hi, I'm Attilio Corelli. I've been in this gang for 15 years. Uh, for 15 years old when I was 16. <laughs> I, I want to read that line again. I've been in this gang for... <laughs> I can't even read it. I've been in this gang for 15 years old when I was 16. <laughs> I am notorious for my ruthless nature, not allowing a single person to live in the house of a target. So not many people have tendency to mess with me. But don't worry, <laughs> you can be my protege. No one will ever give you a queer look ever again. Honestly, as much as that line is terrible, <laughs> uh, that's not a bad mob tactic, right? Like, yeah, if, you, if kill you, them all, why yeah. not? Because then, like, you can't have someone grow up and be like, I gotta get my revenge. Mm -hmm. You just take out the whole family. Exactly. Kill the children. <laughs> Anyways. We are not advocating for killing children <laughs> on this podcast. This is all fictional. Oh, thinking he's joking. Cool. Oh, I guess I'm next. Um, I'm Mazarin Colt. My mother and I were living a normal life. I live fatherless because... <laughs> because I never knew who he was. Well, that was intentional. See, my father was Udalrico Colt. <laughs> One day, a terrible knocking came on the door. <laughs> my mother opened the door and turns to me. It's the Cots. What? The Cots. <laughs> who are the Cots? I don't know. <laughs> coming to get me. She told me to run, but I didn't. I, I couldn't. So I was thrown before my father's feet. I was told I had to do, and the consequences for failure. Like the child I was, I cried. In front of my father, in the arms of the guards, and on the stairs in front of the building, and there came along Fina. Okay, so... What, so, are the cops supposed to be cops, I'm imagining, and the cops came to take his father away? Is that... Um, I have many theories. <laughs> it's your writing! I know! <laughs> I'm thinking maybe it's supposed to be the Colts, or it's supposed to be the Cuts, because this is a knife-based mafia. <laughs> and then it says, in front of the building, and then along came Fina. So Fina's the one that introduced Mazarin to the mob, but she doesn't like Mazarin. So why would she do that? Because Udalrico was like, hey, you gotta, you gotta get my kid up to shape. Oh, and was Udalrico like the head of? Yeah, he's the mob boss. Oh, okay. Things are coming together now. All right. This is All making right. so much sense. Now I'm understanding things. All right, Fina. I'm Fina. Long pause. Mazarin. Anything else? Fina. Sighs. <sighs> Must I? Atilio. Come on, Fina. Pronounce Fina. <laughs> I pronounce it Fina. <laughs> you had the idea. Fine. My name is Fina. No last names necessary. <gasps> oh, it was intentional. That's why she doesn't have a last name. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Fine. Wait. My name is Fina. No last name necessary. They call me Fina because it comes from Serafina which means serpent. Why they call me that? Guess that's because of my two fangs. Unholsters her two pistols. <laughs> Fang one, 
thing too. Are you sure this is a drama? No, I swear it's really it gets so dramatic in the parts that I didn't write. So, all right, well, Atilio. They also call her Fina because her body is fine. Suddenly, Fina shoots shoots off Atilio's finger. Oh God! Wow, Fina. Did I also mention I'm a hardened bitch? Attilio finds the finger. Ice. Oh, God, I need ice. Notices the shot glass he brought in. There we go. And you mind? Referring to one of Mazarin's shirts. Mazarin, still in shock. Uh, uh, no, go, go ahead. Attilio. Thanks. Wraps his hand in it. Well, that was exciting. But I guess, welcome to the cots. Mazarin. Is this... Normal? Fina. Oh, please. I've shot Attilio in worse places before. What? <laughs> how are they still friends? This is how the mafia works, Michael. And what worse places? How is Attilio alive? <laughs> it's... You know, these two are the comedy. <laughs> of yeah. this drama? Of this drama. You know, every drama needs the two... <laughs> The two funny guys. Even though there's only three characters total. <laughs> this is very serious. I don't know why you're laughing. I apologize. That's on me. It's really so serious. <laughs> All right. Continue Fina's okay. line. <laughs> like, remember when you said that you should be named after Serpent? And I should be named after, oh, yes, a bush? <laughs> Shoots in the air. Then I shot you in the serpent. Oh! <laughs> also, it I, just happens that way sometimes. That I think is my favorite line in this whole thing. Then I shot you in the serpent. <laughs> Attilio. I remember that day. Worse than the day I and my sweet, sweet mother died. Switching suddenly. Anyways, <laughs> fingers reattach quite easily. You'd think, though, eventually the bullet would end up hurting less, but, you know, it doesn't. Uh, Fina. <laughs> now that we've got that out of the way, it's time you start your first mission. Mazarin. I, I thought I would learn first. Me too, I thought this was orientation. <laughs> <laughs> Not you and your mission. Fina. Settle down! That's what this mission is for. We give you a target to kill, and we help you along the way. Well, we did help you along the way in the past, but that never truly worked out. So instead, we'll give you all the steps and then we send you out and done. Uh, Mazarin. Why wouldn't you guys helping me? <laughs> Lead me to failure? <laughs> what? What is that line? Atilio. <laughs> We've hypothesized that by following your every move and leading you along, we end up becoming your actions. And they never end up doing things for themselves. <laughs> so when the time comes and you're in a dark alleyway with a gun, we can't pull the trigger for them. So they don't do it and they die. <laughs> Always ends up that way every single time. Honestly, all right. So there's actually, I think, a bit of, of like, there's a, nugget, there's a nugget of gold in there of, like, Parents shouldn't do things for their kids because how can the kid learn, you know? How are they going to murder someone? I, I mean... My, my the, parents <laughs> never. They killed everyone for me. In the case of, of <laughs> this, right, it's obviously it for murder, but, like, mm -hmm. there's a nugget of gold in this pile of tin. <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, it's worse than tin. It's shit. <laughs> it's shit, it's shit thick. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, 
like that message. In order to teach, you have to like let them do. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a trial by fire type of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a solid line. Solid line. And if the mafia is listening to this, <laughs> you can take that piece of knowledge. You know, oh. free of charge. Nazareth. <laughs> Fair enough. How do I kill them? Fina. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down! Don't be so eager! You might be different after all. Mazarin. I don't want to! I just... need to... The words leave his mouth, almost betraying his own <laughs> morals. Alright, Attilio. Seems like little Colts got his priorities straight. Murder at the top of his hierarchy of needs. Wait, so it... Wait, why are they called the Cots then? Like, is it... Does it, is it a reference to their name of the cults? Like, the cults are the head of the cots? Why wouldn't the gang just be called the cults, then? Because that works as a gun, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you just now? I like, didn't even... What? <laughs> I did What? The cult is just... It's too... It's too on the nose. You know what? Fair enough. Also, <laughs> I can forgive teenage you for not realizing that but how did adult you just now realize that i don't know <laughs> i don't think about guns very fair, often. All right, fair enough fair enough you know that's why i think a gun and a knife are the same thing <laughs> <laughs> all right Mazarin's next line that's not what i mean i i you can't seem to figure out how to say it without sounding bloodthirsty atilio poking fun well, my little serial killer in the works, before we can start hacking around the town, there's one motto that you must learn in order to become one of us. Fina. We cots go by a simple saying that goes like this. With bullet in head, from rear end it's earned. The hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't know! <laughs> With no harbinger, no... Makes for a story pathetic and wasted labor. <laughs> but when from a friendly stranger, a friendship is spurned. Attilio. Face to face, the bullet is set. You've got a killing greater. Mazarin, whose next line sums up everything I feel. <laughs> but what does that mean? <laughs> Fina. My god, you're puny and stupid? Looks like we've got to take things slow. <laughs> Again. First line, with bulleted head from rear end, it's earned. Mazarin. (laughs) So that means it's from the back, in assassination. Fina. Correct, a faceless kill. Okay. Second line, with no harbinger, no, makes for a story pathetic and wasted labor. Mazarin. So I guess we don't like it when they don't know where the bullet comes from? How in the world did he get that from that line? Because <laughs> it's me. Because he's so damn smart, he knows exactly what I'm thinking. We'll get there. We'll get there. Close, but wrong. They already know that the bullet comes from a gun, but we want them to know who is holding the gun. Fina puts her face in her palm after a moment. Oh, 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 oh. That's what he was getting at. Sorry. Thought I had to explain where a bullet comes from. Ugh, Fina. Ignoring Attilio, yes, we hate it when the victim can't tell where the bullet is from. Alright, third line. But when from a friendly stranger, a friendship is spurred. Mazarin? So a friendly stranger, which I assume is us? Fina nods. A friendship is created? Fina. Exactly. We befriend them like we are just some random stranger. 
and we just happen to meet on some sidewalk. Then finally, the last line. Face to face, the bullet is set, and you've got a killing greater. Mazarin. You'd want me to betray the trust that was created and kill the person face to face, all so that I can make a killing greater? That's terrible! Why would someone care to do such a thing? <laughs> and that's the end! <laughs> the end. There is no lines after that. <laughs> okay, so let's... <laughs> let's unpack let's, this. So, as you can tell, uh, this is not a completed work. This, um... <laughs> oh, it's... Okay, so it, it's not. It is not a completed work, no. Okay, the, I, just thought, not I, I just thought you ended it. <laughs> I was like, that's it. I got to that point, and I, I hope that somewhere in my mind said, Oh, no, Christopher. Oh, no, you... This is bad. This is not your vision. <laughs> well, honestly, like I've said throughout, I think you could return to this, like... As a comedy. Yeah, no. as a comedy. Like, do a one-act play comedy of, like, a, an orientation to the mob. That's just <laughs> so crappy. Yeah, like, I, oh. that, I think, is the only way to save this. If you ever wanted to come back to, like, this idea. I do not. Oh, well, <laughs> Also, the title, Hot Knives and Cold Knives. Why is it called that? Oh, so we knives never, are not involved at we all. Ne we never got there. <laughs> we never, we not to... You, you, it actually, it, it, if we go, go to the end, go to the end. Okay, to the end. Because we never actually answered that question. We leave it on the question. Why would someone care to do such a thing? Yeah. Because, you see, when a, when a knife is hot, it's easier to cut things. So when you're friends with them, it's easier to stab them. Uh, from every movie ever, I'm pretty sure when you're <laughs> friends with someone, it's harder to kill that person. You see, you see, it's very, it's very complex. It's a very deep, <laughs> deep moral. Um, apparently. Like, you know, because it, it doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't want you to leave here thinking that I think it makes sense. But, um. Oh, I, I firmly understand that we're reading shit fic and that uh, the writers of all of these, uh, including yourself and myself, know that it's bad. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I thought, because, you know, it like, I think it's supposed to like make you into a hardened person. Mm-hmm. Because oh. maybe, but also, I think they do this for everybody that they want to <laughs> kill. And I want to be the tax person. That's like, you have to, like, hey, uh, why is there so much spending on, like, making friends with these <laughs> random people that you kill? Uh, and also, I don't think that, like, when people get killed, I'm assuming they probably don't give a shit once they're killed. Yeah, so why do they need to know where the bullet is coming from? You know, I, I have a feeling they're gonna, like, you know, once they're dead, they're they're gonna be like, oh, well, I'm dead. <laughs> I, I, it hurt for a second. I'm glad we spent $2.5 million to make my life as great as possible. Wow. <laughs> so you could kill me. Well, I, for one, uh, I know you said you don't want to return to this. I think you should and i fir firmly look forward to the feature film or the, the full play of this uh of, of hot knife cold knife <laughs> but what if what if we wanted to make this into a drama we wanted no, not no, possible. we want we not gotta possible. we gotta figure this shit out michael this is this is this is hot knife this is shit fic 
we gotta turn this into an actual story. <laughs> I think uh, the whole point of shit fic is to embrace that it's shitty fiction. But we gotta term it good. Ooh. All right. Well, that's that's a whole different podcast. That's that's, a, that's, that's our follow up podcast. Yeah, that's our follow up podcast. Turn it, turn it good. Um, but yeah. So, uh, do you feel like you got everything out of rereading your old work? I mean, I learned so much about myself. Good. Um, I, I learned a lot about you too. I think, <laughs> I think we're better friends because of this. I think I'm surprised you still want to sit in this room with me. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we're about to get into mine, and uh, then you'll understand why. Because if you leave, then I'll be alone with my terrible writing. And no one wants that. <laughs> Should we take a break Do for our sponsor? We don't have... We are our own sponsor. We're sponsored by Shitfic. Please rate, comment, subscribe. Yes, tell please. your friends. Tell your mother. Tell I, your mother's friends. I swear I won't swear on the next one. I promise. He will. Um, oh, that's probably something uh, we'll put in the beginning of like language and also like violence and stuff is mentioned. Now, we get on to my beautiful piece. Uh... Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Batman's Ineptitude by Michael Davis. Um, Tell me a little but, bit about this, Michael Davis. Yeah, so a little history of this. This was written um, my senior year of high school, which mm. you would think that it would actually be better because uh, I was, you know, eighteen. But uh, at least you know, eighteen is still young, and you're still an idiot. Mm -hmm. But it's not like from my childhood years. So a little bit of history here. At my high school uh, in Indiana. Uh, your senior year, the theater kids put on um, what is called the Drama for Recital. Um, and it's basically just anything that you've learned. So students can do monologues, they can do skits, they can do things they like. Like we actually did a live action version of the Harry Potter Puppet Pals Ooh. for it. Um, it was very fun. But I was given the task of writing two just like quick one act plays that people could perform. And I was actually pretty like burnt out at this point because mm. like there was a lot senior of things writers. happening my senior year. Yeah, yes. I like not like drama or anything. Like I was a pretty <laughs> happy kid and my high school experience was actually pretty good. Mm. Uh, but yeah, definitely like I was doing a lot of other things. So I was like, I don't want to write, you know, two one act plays in like a week. <laughs> uh, I'm like, that's a lot. So I wrote this. In a day. Uh, actually, Good I think God. I wrote both of them in a day. So yeah, and you know, Batman vs Superman was coming out at the time. I'm a big geek and love superheroes, so here we are. Batman vs Superman, Dawn of Batman's Ineptitude by so, Michael Davis. So was this, uh, was this sponsored by DC? No. no. What, does DC know about this? Uh, about my fanfic? No. No. Opens with Batman, peering over the stage, as if he's looking out over Gotham. Superman enters. Superman. What are you doing? Batman. What? <laughs> Batman flips around and punches Superman. The punch does nothing to Superman, but Batman flinches as his hand shatters. <laughs> We're only five seconds into this. <laughs> He's Batman. already got a mortal injury. <laughs> yeah. I at least waited for the second scene to shoot off his finger. <laughs> you know, with superheroes, it's, it's quick, right? <laughs> Batman. Sorry, Clark. I have cat-like reflexes, or bat-like. Oh, no. Superman. It's fine, Bruce. That didn't hurt at all. Batman grumbles to himself. Superman. And I mean at all, because I'm invincible. The Man of Steel. Kryptonian savior. Leader of the Justice League. Batman. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait. 
Why do you get to be leader? Superman. Well, because I'm the most powerful. Batman. What? <laughs> Superman. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm unstoppable. Who's more powerful than me? Batman. Well... <laughs> this is there's a lot of conflict already happening. I know there's a lot. <laughs> when does Martha come in? Does Martha come in? Uh no, Martha uh which I think makes my script better than Batman v Superman. Oh shit. <laughs> how Martha's I, not mentioned at all. How am I going to believe that these two come together <laughs> if I don't know that they both have mothers named Martha? I know, right? <laughs> Batman looks down and gestures at himself. He looks back up. It takes Superman a second to realize. He then starts laughing very hard. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> what? Superman. You you think you're better than me? <laughs> <laughs> this is so high school. <laughs> right. This is such high school writing. It's... <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> I can win 100%. You have to do a, a play between George Washington and Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Hey, Hamilton. I'm Hamilton. <laughs> Batman. Uh, I could totally take you in a fight. Superman just keeps laughing. Batman. That's it! Batman punches Superman in the gut. Superman doesn't notice and continues laughing. Batman reels back at excruciating pain <laughs> that shoots up his hand through his entire body. That How are you showing this in a play? <laughs> Me being like... Ow! And like, just like, that hurt! And like, shaking my hand. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Is this the same hand that has been shattered previously? <laughs> you know what, I, you know. It, it, don't the continuity is very disturbing. Look, that's, it's comic books, right? Their spine breaks one scene, the next scene. No, like, it's whatever. It's yeah, good, it's good. We, we just, we pass right over there. Superman. <laughs> Wonder Woman, Diana, come here! Enter Wonder Woman. What's the problem? See Superman laughing. What's so funny? Superman. Batman thinks he could beat me in a fight. Wonder Woman. What's that? She starts to laugh. Batman. Fine, I'll show you. Batman exits. The two stop laughing and realize Batman has disappeared. Where'd Wonder he, Woman. Where'd he go? Superman. I don't know. Batman charges back on stage with a glove and runs and punches Superman. Just a... Just a glove. Just a glove. I think we, I don't even know what we used. I think we used one of those like foam Hulk gloves. Oh. <laughs> that is, is that, that's sacrilege. I know, it's crossing this the Marvel deep. DC line. This is the first crossover. Oh my God. <laughs> it was. This I, is history. Yeah, it, it truly. <laughs> Batman. Kryptonite punch. Hiya. Superman gets knocked out. Batman. Yeah, take that, man of I found your Achilles heel. Ah, uh, Wonder Woman. That pun was just awful. Batman. Doesn't matter. I beat Superman. I'm Batman. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Congrats, Bruce. You beat a fellow hero. Aren't you proud? Batman. Look, he was being a butt. Plus, <laughs> now I'm proving to be the best leader for the Justice League. Wonder Woman? What? <laughs> Batman. I have proven that I, Batman, <laughs> spaced out. Was that intentional? Was it, <laughs> I don't Are you trying to be like, yes, my first name is Bat, my last name is Man. <laughs> I have proven that I, Batman. Bat Horace Man. <laughs> Batman. 
uh, I, Batman, am the greatest hero of all time and am the only one qualified to lead the Justice League. Lights start to go out, but then jump back up at Wonder Woman's line. Wonder Woman. What about me? Batman stops celebrating and a look of panic goes across his face. Batman. What? Wonder Woman. Well, why can't I be the leader? Batman. Well, that... <laughs> of course it is because... Bat punch! <laughs> Batman tries to punch Wonder Woman, but shatters his hand. Batman now has two broken hands. <laughs> I mean three. <laughs> he has broken his hand multiple times. <laughs> Batman. Ah, why are you all so strong? Wonder Woman rolls her eyes and knocks out Batman. Wonder Woman. Boys. <laughs> Wonder Woman exits. Lights out. Yeah, so that's the end of that. That was... What'd you think? What'd you think of my four pages? Of... <laughs> why Why did they ask... I don't want this to come off offensive, but why did they ask you to make this? Did um, they give you any... Did they give you any <laughs> guidance? Did they say... We need a Batman. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get the pe people in these seats. Um, uh, no. So the reason is because uh, I had written <laughs> a one-act play for the Hanover College Play Fest, and we went and we performed it there. And we'll probably read that play on this because, <laughs> boy, it's also just terrible. But I did win an award from it, so you did. Yeah, it's wild. But we'll talk about that when we when actually we read there. that one. But which also it just shows how low the bar is for awards. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so that's the reason they asked me to write the like three one act, like short one acts, mm -hmm. um, because they couldn't. Because you're an award winning. Yeah, well that and like you're a poet laureate. I was pretty much the only writer in that class because it was an acting class. It was a drama class so everyone in there uh they were all actors but none of them were really none of them had really written a lot of things before whereas i had written a bunch <laughs> most of it was trash but at <laughs> least i had experience writing <laughs> i mean i was also an actor and uh and you can see <laughs> what happens when an actor says i need my dramatic moment <laughs> we, we decide to write did you study writing at all? Or are you just an actor? I, I don't mean to say just an actor, you're by the way. Just an actor. <laughs> but that's my oh, story. I'm just an actor. <laughs> an actor. Please. But yeah, did you did you study writing at all? Like in I college? Did, no, I did not. I studied uh, hospitality management. Oh, you so you didn't even study acting? No, no. I'm learning a lot about you. Uh, yeah, back so, to bad Final, final thoughts on. Uh, it's not even a story. You're right. It's, it's not. It's just. Uh, it's just Batman being a goof. It's and a bit. You were Batman. Yes, I was Batman. Well, I wouldn't call it a bit. <laughs> it wouldn't go that far. I enough. would say it's. You know. It, it was, is. Was there laughter? Was yeah. There, it got good laughs. I have a video. I can show you the video oh, of it. it. It did get laughs. That's I'm not I'm saying doing. that that's a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it's very. It's so high school. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. like, I've definitely performed one or two of these. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the dialogue is very much just, like, I don't, freaking dupe. I love the feminist ending, though. Right? Where right? it says, why can't I be the, <laughs> the leader? And then he tries to assault a woman. <laughs> he does. Batman you does know, try to assault a woman. I appreciate the woman battery <laughs> in in this one act play. But hey, she's Wonder Woman, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. She's, he shatters his hand on her. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe yeah. we should perform this. Let's do it. Let's let's perform let's, both of ours. Let's. Look. That can be for the Patreon. We'll that's for the Patreon. Ones. That's for when we do the live shows. Yeah. yeah. That's for when. Uh, that's for when Stephen King comes on. <laughs> all <laughs> he right. Will, he will be Wonder Woman. Uh, Stephen King will be Wonder Woman. Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, all right. But yeah. Any any other final thoughts on either your or my my work? It's not. You can't auteur theory. No. This. Like like there are nuggets of gold in yours. There's there's not a nugget in this. Maybe a chicken nugget, but that's about it. I mean, you know, I could see. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you improving. You know what? Just scrap it. Let you this know, one die. Maybe if we have a rating system of burn it to you know what? Don't even change it. You know what? <laughs> This may be on the burn it scale. <laughs> yes. I mean, granted, burn mine as well, and keep the idea of a kooky, kooky mafia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we would love to continue doing this, so, you know, like, subscribe, whatever format you're listening to this on. I don't know, SoundCloud, Spotify, however it works. Carrier Sydney Pigeon. Sydney said share. Share uh, it I don't around. know what that means. I don't know what share means. <laughs> Uh, yes, please make sure to share it on social media. Uh, share it with your friends, family, your mom's family, your dad's family, your your significant other's family, everyone's family. Share it with everyone. We would like to thank you for listening to this podcast. And we would also like to thank Ryan Tucker for creating the beautiful theme song that you heard at the beginning. If you liked it, you can follow him at Music on Instagram. Uh, that's spelled R-Y-T-U-C-K-M-U-S-I-C. Um, I'd also like to thank Christopher Beal here for being the best co-host that uh, anyone can ask for. And I'd like to thank Michael Davis. <laughs> That's it. That's You'd awesome. just like to thank me. Um, I'd also like to thank Sydney Gernot, uh, the wonderful producer and mastermind behind this podcast. Basically, our God, which is insane. She's the best. Um, you can follow her on Twitter at Sydney Gernot. Um, and if you enjoyed this podcast and you would like to um, let us know your thoughts, anything like that, you can email us at shitthickpodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, I think that, that about wraps it up. Do you have any other, any other things, Christopher? I just want to let everyone out there know that it doesn't matter how shitty your fiction is. It matters how less shitty you get from your shitty fiction into. Let's try that one again. Uh, nope, nope, nope. You got it once. You got it once. <laughs> Just let that let that sink in. All right. Thank you, everyone. And have a good morning, night, day, whatever it is for you. Chit thick. <laughs>